Hello, and welcome to the Sporting Chance Podcast. I'm Matt Maritea. I'm going to be your host. This is a podcast that's all about talking sports and having a beer or maybe two. So, thank you for stopping by, and without further ado, let's get to it. And hello, hello. Um, welcome again to another edition of the Sporting Chance Podcast. As always, I am Matt Maritea, and we're going to get into the meat of the cast pretty soon. But as always, we have to talk about some of the people sponsoring the podcast. And first off, as always, we lead off with our buddies at Lanafi. Lanafi um, creates awesome awesome fitness gear uh there's always more uh and there's always something else that you can find there in their shop they got free shipping on orders of a hundred plus dollars right now they just added new next navy cutoffs they look awesome it's a great addition to the core lineup uh they have sweet hats i wear mine all the time uh the Intoku lever belt along with the grip to lifting straps knee sleeves they can definitely help you out in the gym breakaway lanyard premium shaker bottle notebook men's and women's gear uh, they got an arm blaster should be back in stock along with some wrist wraps uh, definitely want to check out these products and get into the brand founded by a good old boy up in Canada, performance brand that also mixes in some athleisure as well. So make sure you get in with Lanafi. And after you've done that, oh, and of course the code is Maritea, M-A-R-A-T-E-A. After you've done that, head on over to fnxfit.com. They have so many different supplements to choose from. Uh, do you need an AM protein? You want some super greens, some branch chain amino acids, collagen proteins. Uh, I'm using the night protein right now. Uh, really good stuff. Helps me absorb all that goodness from a night workout while also helping me get a little bit closer uh, to that beautiful sleep recharge. Um, they've got cricket blend protein. They're going to have... S- some vegan protein soon uh if you want even more they do have some cbd available on a different site and they've just started adding to their gear collection uh they've got shorts shirts tanks tees uh, whatever you want really uh blender bottle will be back in stock soon along with the duffel bag uh i can't tell you how many times i should have brought a duffel bag to the gym or a day pack but use the code sport chance for this one that is capital s capital c sport chance you'll get a discount and i'll get some goodness too uh so be sure to help out with that and finally let's get into the podcast all right so today again coronavirus is really sort of kicking 
all the sports talk that I have, you know, any possible ideas, things that are milling around sort of uh, in the teeth. It's making it very difficult to come up with topics and to sort of create ideas which are, uh, you know, know, functional, relevant, or just anything. Uh, Being in this type of scenario really... Uh, kind of saps the creativity. So it's become kind of a fight, kind of a struggle, because I have all this time now to to write, to research, to to talk about things. Um, I ended up doing a lot of cleaning, (laughs) oddly enough. Um, And I'm trying to do a lot of organization to sort of keep things together, sort of get the ball rolling in different directions on different projects. And one of them that I just sort of stumbled upon today, courtesy of uh, this legend, Eric Johnson, who I've probably brought up before. I'm sure I'll bring him up again uh, before long. But EJ sent me a video, uh, Steve Dangle, from YouTube, uh, talking about the Chris Pronger trade tree uh, in terms of what the Oilers got and how that eventually led to Andreas Athanasiu uh, coming over this year. So that got me thinking... Uh, about another very significant trade in Flyers' recent history. Uh, So, thank you, EJ, for setting me down this path. And essentially, I'm going to lay it out for you uh, right now. But first, I'm going to have to crack this beer before I really get into that. Uh, And today's beer is another double nickel beer. This one is another double nickel collab. Uh, and one that when I saw in the case, because I went over there to support another local brewery, uh, you know, and get my hands on some of their delicious stouts, because they're doing crazy things with stouts right now. And I'll talk more about the whole lineup. But right now I'm going to tell you the one that I grabbed today, and it is the double nickel Wata Munica. Wata Munica. Uh, stout. I, I don't know how I'm supposed to be pronouncing that, but it is an oyster and oatmeal stout. Yes, I said those words together and they became a beer. And it's brewed in collaboration with their good buddies down at Brigantine Oyster Co. Uh, with Steelman Bay grown oysters. Now, I know you're immediately grossed out by this, probably, right? Yeah. Oysters uh, sort of can provide a a salty quality uh, in a beer, and it's actually not an uncommon style. Um, So oyster oatmeal stout definitely intrigued me when I saw it on the shelf. And uh, my my family, uh, my uncle, had a place down in Brigantine uh, for a long time. Uh, Many great memories there. And... uh, yeah, uh, probably. I haven't been down there in a while since they sort of moved on from that. And yeah, I, I miss the old days, miss the old beaches, my old Rita's Water Ice job. Uh, so I saw this beer, nostalgia took over. It's a stout, so sucker for that. I love oatmeal. Yeah, pretty easy grab. Um, but yeah, I ended up spending like 50 bucks uh, on that beer trip, so... Well, we'll talk about what else I got a little bit later, but I'm popping this 6.8% ABV 
beauty. Uh, it's in a cool green can. Uh, I've got plenty of oysters actually sort of etched on it. They almost look like hills. Uh, they've got one that sits out in silver. Actually, really cool looking can. Really cool design. Uh, so, can crackers out there. Here it is. This is our time. This is our moment. Three, two, and one. Also, forgot to say hello to those of you who may be listening on the Squawker application. Uh, have a recording with my phone this time. I didn't really like the desktop setup because it was hard to monitor while still sort of jumping back and forth between my regular recording software and the information. So I think the phone is the way to go for me right now. Uh, but definitely, it's an awesome, awesome app. Definitely use it. It's such an easy way to keep getting your podcasts out there, do it on, uh, getting out there on another platform, and being able to check in live and do. I, I, I may start doing sporting chance addendums, uh, where maybe like smaller rants, maybe just in the car when I'm at a red light, I just start screaming at the phone. Uh, might as well record it, right? But anyway, so. Uh, we got the can open, and uh, yeah, now it's time for, I mean, one of my favorite parts of any experience, and that's just pouring a beer. Oh yeah, this one uh, comes out a really nice dark color. Get that all the way up to the top. Um, wow. Yeah, that is uh, super awesome to look at. Uh, I also chose my Zed's black and green glass. So, uh, yeah, everything uh, lines up together for uh, this one. It looks pretty awesome. But uh, I'll be tasting that soon and we'll get more into that. But we're talking about trade trees right now. So one of the biggest and possibly most shocking Flyers trades in recent memory, Mike Richards deal. He went to L.A. along with, what's his name? Uh, yeah, Rob Bordson. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, just forget about him. Uh, to the LA Kings back in June 23rd of 2011 in exchange for Wayne Simmons, Braden Shen, and a second round pick in the 2012 entry draft. Now, none of those players are currently playing for the Flyers and Mike Richards is actually out of the league, but it still has an impact on today's roster. And uh, we're sort of, and we're going to go through that uh, right now. So, starting with Mike Richards uh, for the draft pick. That draft pick would go on to turn into none other than Anthony Stolarz. Now, Stolarz is not currently on the Flyers roster, but you know he did turn into Cam Talbot, which you know. Eh, you know, helped the Flyers set a record for having way too many goalies 
in the same season. So that's a little fun tidbit, but that was last year. So that end is officially closed. Richards to Stolarz to Talbot, and then that's over. Now, where it gets interesting is the other two loops from there. So we get Richards to Shen. As we all know, Braden Shen went on to play for the Flyers, was a productive guy. And just when he had one of his best seasons, the Flyers capitalized and trading him to the St. Louis Blues for Yuri Laterra and two first-round draft picks, one in 2018, one in 2019. Those draft picks uh, and Yuri Laterra seemed like decent compensation at the time. Laterra uh, then went off a cliff uh, in terms of his play, his speed, uh, and was found to be in a uh, cocaine ring. So, fun, uh, kind of, but also, yeah, just a tad bit scary. Uh, so yeah, Yuri the Drug Lord, no longer in the league, now he's a KHL guy, and he's probably ripping it up there, because that C.S. Levy, as such is life. I was just a little bit of can drippings. Can't evaluate a beer off of that. Anyway, those two draft picks, though, that we got for Braden Shen. One turned into Joel Farabee, and one turned into Morgan Frost. So, with those picks, uh, it's been... We, we now have two regular lineup players. Well, Farabee, definitely. Frost projected to be by next year. He saw a decent amount of time with the team this year. But two first-rounders who are likely going to be playing in the NHL, and we know Farabee can make an impact in a third-line role, first or second-line role as of right now. i got to say a sip of this before I lose the head. Excuse me. Huh. Wow, that's really cool. Uh, it, it's got that sort of oaty, oatmeal taste to it. But at the end, there's just like this salt dancing on your tongue. It is really unique. Uh, yeah, that's 6.8%. So, I mean, I'm not going to, that's no slouch either. So, we got Frost and we got Farabee. Two guys looking to make an impact further down the road. Farabee already making one right now. The next loop is the Wayne Simmons loop. Now, this is kind of the forgotten about part, right? Because we, we, we had Wayne for so long, and then he ended up being the deadline deal last year. Uh, very productive player, power play specialist, tough guy, team leader, well-loved. I mean, Wayne Simmons is just, yeah. He's Wayne Simmons. He's just been that guy for all of us. Turned into Ryan Hartman. Hartman had a very good opening game against Buffalo and then pretty much was just like, eh, whatever, from there. So in the offseason, uh, when it seemed like maybe they would try to re-sign him because he was still young, still seemed to have potential, they didn't. They traded his rights to Dallas for Tyler Pitlick. Now, Pitlick has proved to be one of those ideal fourth liners. He's big, he's fast, uh, he's got a good shot, and he get, he's physical, he gets in there. He's shown great chemistry with a guy like JVR on the bottom six pairings, plays great with Michael Roffel, uh, does well with Scotland. You can 
put him anywhere on that bottom six and with anybody, he'll play his game and it seems to mesh with whoever they've got there. So Mike Richards being traded in 2011 has somehow led to three rostered players for the Flyers probably going forward into 2021. Uh, So that's something I'll probably expound on further and give you more facts and figures uh, at Wildfire. Um, So that should be a a, a fun little run-through to do, uh, especially writing-wise. So I'm looking forward to tackling that. Uh, Yeah, so uh, moving on. Because there's no real sports right now other than you know, Sir Anthony Dominguez may have to have Tommy John surgery, which is weird for the Phillies, especially, you know, because of this whole virus stuff. And he can't really go to the hospital right now. And then tr- contract talks with JT Realmuto is like, what? just throw the money at him, please. At Phillies on Twitter, do this. Please. He's the best catcher in baseball. Everybody says so. Even uh, JT Realmuto is so good. That other team's fans are just like, yeah, he's the best catcher in baseball. No doubt about it. It's not even... There are some really good catchers, and some people can argue. It's like, well, you know, maybe some guy has a better offensive outlook. But when you combine offense, defense, I mean, he's... JT Real and how he manages a pitching staff, too? Unmatched. But anyway. So in this sort of... COVID-19 doldrums. Um, I'm trying. We're all stuck inside. And. uh, That's going to be really interesting by the time I get halfway done. Because you would think salt with a stout wouldn't work. But it does. But for how long does it work? Anyway, I digress. Getting back. So with this whole uh, stay-at-home stuff, spending a lot of time at home, trying to sort of get a fitness regimen going, and trying to get you know, uh, more writing done, trying to start projects, uh, trying to get freelancing work over the internet. Um, you know, I just dug my piano out of storage. Uh, there's a lot going on. Uh, maybe even a little too helter-skelter, but eh. That's kind of way that I like it. It's an organized chaos vibe that I I enjoy, and I also I'm also experimenting with my health because I, I've done a lot of things uh, to try to get back to a spot where I feel uh, like I beat my body up for so many years uh, playing hockey and just sort of not treating myself in the correct manner. Um, now I've sort of taken more of a focus on that and I'm trying to get back into good habits, getting back into shape and I'm always looking for an edge, right? A sort of a human optimization angle. I've read a lot of stuff, you know, I already take a decent load of supplements. We got fish oil mixed in there. We got on it products, nootropics, MCT oils, new moods, uh, their uh, melatonin spray, uh, 5-HTP, all that good stuff. But now I'm taking it one step further. I just dove into sort of this idea 
why not try it? And why not turn it into a month-long experiment? And if you want to read up on more uh, sort of about this journey, this stuff is going to be at medium.com, where I'm doing sort of that whole thing and seeing, because it's a really good way to get sort of reads and stats and, you know, if I get enough, they may actually throw me a, a shekel or two, which is fun. Um, because you get paid sort of by read and through those reads sort of the amount of time spent on the screen, which is weird because they're not advertising anything. I don't understand it at all, but like I can't not be on it, right? So I decided to dip my toe into the CBD world. Yeah, I know. Shocking, right? Because I was never, I'm not a drug, not that I never was, I'm still not, I'm not a drug guy. It's just not my thing. Never was. I don't even know why I'm saying this. It's not... Yeah, I, I wasn't like a weed smoker or anything like that in high school. It was never my bag. Uh, not something I ever wanted to do or be a part of. But you know, all the, the studies and the research have said that CBD and hemp, it can be good for you. It can you know, have positive benefits. Uh, and it doesn't have any of the psychoactive... Uh, components to it, any of the THC. So, sorry, I just had to take another sip. It's just, it's, huh, it's describable yet undescribable at the same time, and I'll sort of get into that. But anyway, so, I went to Body Check Wellness. Now, I ended up deciding on this company Mostly because it was founded by Riley Cote, uh, obviously former Flyers Enforcer, Scott Parker, former Colorado Avalanche Enforcer, and Todd Harriman's former outstanding offensive lineman for the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, as an avid listener of things like Joe Rogan and all that type of stuff, I also know that mushrooms are super good for you as well. And I already like mushrooms, so why not take them in pill form? So I ended up deciding, after going through their line of products, getting a sample pack, I am right now taking, for at least the next 30 days, their enhanced mushroom-infused blend capsules. Now, some of the potential benefits that they talk about on the website is a stronger immune system, which just happens to be lucky, uh, an improved focus, mental clarity, enhanced creativity, an energy boost, and an elevation to mood and memory. Mood and memory I'm always looking for because, you know, of my concussion history, immune system, this happens to be important right now, creativity, yeah, duh, I'm doing this, clarity, I can never hurt, especially if I keep drinking, <laughs> um, so yeah, that's sort of uh, where I'm at with that. Uh, it's only been two days, so I'm still trying to figure out if I notice anything, what's going on. Um, now, this particular blend won an award at the Culture Plus uh, ASD Market Week for Best Product in the CBD and Hemp category in 2019. Uh, taking two capsules a day right now. Um, it's got 10 milligrams of CBD to go along with 470 milligrams of a mushroom blend it's got the organic hemp extract organic mushroom blend which is uh, a greek on chaga cordyceps lion's mane relshi and turkey tail and then some organic tapioca starch to sort of bind that all together 
So all good things, uh, all mushrooms that you probably heard about or yeah, heard discussed in a positive light. Totally non-psychoactive. Um, and, you know, I, I'm excited that I have the ability to try these new things. And, um, you know, I'm excited to sort of see how this goes. So once again, if you want to follow that sort of goings on, check in with me at Medium from time to time. Check out my Twitter and Instagram handles at mmaritea22. I'll definitely be talking about it there. May talk about it out of the pod as this goes further. And that wraps up sort of those portions of things. And now the beer review. Mm. Another long-ish swig there. Now, Watamuncia, let's go with that, uh, doesn't have an IBU listed. It's got 43 ratings and 52 total check-ins right now on Untapped, where I'm also at M. Meritea. Um, am I? Yeah, uh, M. Meritea 2-2 on Untapped. Also, check me out at, I mean, just type in Matthew Meritea, you'll find me. Anyway, so this beer, uh, 6.8% ABV, stout, oysters, oatmeal, Pretty straightforward. They don't really give you any more information uh, other than that, but I don't think you need that much more info. Um, 52 total check-ins, 49 unique, 7 this month. Average rating of 3.78 out of the 43 um, that uh, it's gotten so far. And what Double Nickel is sort of doing with their stouts right now uh, is pretty interesting. Uh, I just picked up one of their other stouts. Uh, it's called Nocturnal Creatures. Now, this one uh, comes from... Uh, it's a pastry stout. And it is at 13%. Uh, it's boiled for six hours. Has cacao, toasted coconut, Madagascar vanilla beans. Um, supposed to be super delicious. Um, really interested in getting a, that sort of high uh, volume imperial stout is something that yeah, uh, you always got to be on the lookout for that. Should be really, really cool. Uh, they got an awesome can design. That's another thing that they do really, uh, really well. And I also picked up um, their collaboration with Buffalo Trace. Uh, they do a beer that is let's see um, it's made with uh, it was aged in Buffalo Trace bourbon barrels and 
it also uh, is aged over some, uh, what was it? Ah, uh, yes, the Buffalo Nickel uh, BAA Stout conditioned, well, the Buffalo Nickel Bourbon Barrel Aged Stout conditioned on cacao and orange zest. So I also grabbed that one, uh, chocolate orange, you know, like those sort of terry chocolates uh, is a really uh, amazing flavor. You know, bourbon barrel aged stout. I mean, yeah, you're going to sell me on that pretty easily. I like bourbon. I like bourbon barrel aged beers. Uh, chocolate orange stout local brewery. Yeah, I was happy to buy it. I threw money at them, uh, you know, without a doubt. So those are uh, so now I have a bunch of stouts in, in my fridge that I need to drink, along with Zed's double gold medal winning dry stout. Always stop by Zed's if you can if you're in the Marlton area. Just had to get one last sip of the Watamusia to tell you that. I think it's a very interesting beer. It sort of has that chocolatey oatiness to it. And then at the end of the sip, I'm not sure if I'm getting oysters as much as I'm getting a, as sea salt. It, it, it tastes, you know, after you've been to the beach and you get that sort of feeling of ocean water in the back of your throat for a while if you've been in the water. Uh, and you can taste it, and it's not unpleasant. It's kind of like, yeah, ah, what a what a day at the sea. I, I've got the ocean on my breath. Um, and almost on your lips too, and in a not unpleasant way. So, it, it's a very interesting combination. Um, I've never had an oyster stout before. I've had a couple oatmeal stouts, but. An oyster stout, this is definitely new to me. Uh, really glad that I could try and branch out from a new style. I'm sort of jumping all over the place with these, uh, so it's definitely fun. Um, in terms of ratings, hmm. I mean, that one's tough, right? I've seen it 4.25, uh, 4.5, 4.5, 4. Yeah, three seven five. It's it, it's tough because this is a good beer. Definitely, it's a really good stout. It's an interesting take on the style. You know, I don't think an oyster stout is ever going to be any brewery's most uh, popular offering, right? But it can be one of the more interesting ones. Uh, so, I mean, I'm definitely a, a fan of this beer. Uh, definitely going to enjoy the ones that I have left. But in terms of, you know, is this something I'm going to look for again? Something I'll check out in the years to come? Probably. But, you know, if I see something different, if they have something new, maybe it wouldn't be... Uh, my first choice. Now, uh, compared to the rest of the lineup, if I saw that they had this again, 
uh, and it was just all sort of beers I've had before, they've put out before, you know, if they didn't debut anything new, uh, I, I, I may go for this, yeah, th- definitely. So, I'm going to rank this flat four, uh, very good beer. I, I heard someone the other day say that they thought an, uh, a four on tap was nearly perfect. Well, then why do they have five, right? So it's something I disagree with, but I think four is a very, very good rating. Uh, I think it's fair. It's a very good beer. It's a very unique beer, very interesting. Uh, you get that sort of odiness at the front, so that chocolate base that is so common with a stout. And then you get that sort of sea saltiness at the end, right? It's not like, you know, you're just shucked an oyster, but you get, uh, when something says, you know, Brigantine Oyster Co., uh, and you see Steelman Bay, I get the bay, right? And not in a bad way. So I really enjoy that. Uh, anyway, thank you all for listening, as always. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at mmeritea22. Again, uh, follow the podcast at Sport Chance Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Same handle, cross-platforms. Uh, check me out on Medium. I'm there under my name, Matthew Maritea. Check me out on LinkedIn. Uh, untapped, same name, Matthew Maritea. Check out Lanafy. Definitely do it. Uh, buy something with the code Maritea. Check out FNX Fit. Get some supplements. Uh, get pumped. Use the code SportChance, capital S, capital C. And... If you're so inclined to check out Body Check Wellness, I have no affiliation with them, just the product that I'm using, and I like the company, I like the way they're rolling. Um, you know, uh, I'm a big fan of trying to you know do health and wellness the right way, and they seem to be on a similar path. And obviously, I like seeing an NHL fighter uh, make good. Man, it's got two Philly athletes associated with it and a pro hockey player. I'm sold. So, as always, thank you for listening. Uh, If you like the podcast, rate and review it on iTunes. That's the best place to do so. Uh, You can talk to me or try to reach out on Squawker, too. Um, But please, everybody, continue to stay safe. Continue to support local restaurants and breweries when you can. And, uh, you know, keep having a good time. Uh, Keep healthy, keep safe. I hope you enjoy everything. Cheers.